welcome to the wonderful world of pragmatic psychology. I'm your host, Susanna Mittermeier, and we are going to explore how your difference is the gift that our world requires. Hello, and welcome to this episode of Pragmatic Psychology, Be the Peacock. So I got to admit, I was just um, celebrating (laughs) drinking champagne here, um, just like spontaneously. And uh, we were just having a wonderful, amazing uh, Pragmatic Psychology Zoom with people all over the world who were interested in taking a class. And, um, you know, there were all these people speaking who had taken a class and listening to these uh, amazing guys was just you know, like hearing what people get out of this and stepping up and being the leaders they are just made me cry. And then my my partner said, so have you actually acknowledged what, you know, what your classes create in the world? And I'm like, I, I don't think totally. And so we had this conversation about, you know, what if you truly acknowledge what you bring to the world? Um, so many times we look at what we don't do or, or what we don't do enough, uh, what we should do more. Like we look at the lack, we look at what isn't, and we look at look at what we need, but we seldom look at what is and what we are already creating. And uh, so the acknowledgement of that is a big key, a huge key to have more of you, to nurture what you would like to have your future be like, like everything you're asking for, you know, more money, more this, you know, whatever you're asking for a relationship, business, anything. It's like you like receiving that and truly letting that change and that, uh, things, those things into your life requires you to include you and acknowledge what you already have and be and do for the world. And that was like, oh, that helped so much to just like have someone ask. And that's what I'm asking you guys now. (laughs) Have you really acknowledged um, what you bring to the world? You know, have you acknowledged how much you touch other people? And I don't mean physically, well, probably that too, but I mean more with who you be and what, you know, sometimes like, no, oft, not sometimes, oftentimes we have no idea what we do because people don't oftentimes tell us. They don't say, oh, my God, you just said this one sentence and it changed my world. You know, maybe we should do this more. Hey, what if we do a little challenge here? Those of you guys listening, whenever you listen, um, what if we actually voice our gratitude more? Because it sure helps, you know, and always ask, can this person hear it? Um, don't just go fire acknowledgement and gratitude. Before you do, ask, can this person hear this? Or how much of this can this person hear? And then, But voice it, you know, it's like uh, we really, with that, um, trigger each other, challenge each other to let that contribution in. And <laughs> whew, I sure, you know, see the places where I um, could do that more. And years ago, when I started my own business, I I have this document on my computer. And anytime somebody writes me an email, hey, your session changed my life, your classes did this and that to me, I actually put it on that doc. And it's not something I put on my, on my you know, whatever Facebook or what it's called, webpage, thingy-lingy. It's something that I have for me. It's something that, you know, those moments when I had to learn and obviously still do, to acknowledge 
what I change for people, then I go and read it and let, and I make myself, and it used to be harder, uh, but I make myself let it in, you know, I, I, you know, make myself lower my walls and barriers as much as possible. And I just let it in. And, um, that is creating miracles. You know, it's like, I can really feel how it expands my world, how it expands every part of my world, like even money. Cause the more you're willing to, the more you're willing to receive and be, the more your world grows and money and joy and ease and space and, 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 and. So, um, well, maybe that's something you want to do for you. And also, you know, maybe voice that gratitude to other people. It's like, who can you contribute today? And that's a question you can ask um, a lot. It's like a quick thing in the morning or sometimes during your day. Who can I contribute today? Who can, Sorry, who can I contribute to, to today? <laughs> um, and you can ask Earth, what can I contribute to you today? body, what can I contribute to you today? This and this project, what can I contribute to you today? Business, what can I contribute to you today? And then you can go through different people who you feel require some contribution. You know, what can I contribute to this person today? What can I contribute to this person today? And when you ask this, you can do this really fast and quick. You don't have to think about it. You can, you don't have to think about, oh, this person might need this and might need that. No, no, no. It's more like quick you know, question awareness, because every time you ask a question, you get a really fast awareness of what that is. And it's awareness is faster than thinking. So don't think because then you stink. It's actually a true story. Um, <laughs> it's like, don't think, no, be aware. Because when you ask that question and you go, what does this person require? Boom, there's an energy coming up. And that's not an energy you can feel you know, don't worry about feeling it. It's just like, it's there really quickly. Acknowledge it and move on. Next person, next person. This is how you practice um, how awareness is really quick and how knowing uh, is really quick and how thinking is very, very small, uh, very, very slow and how much you have to contract yourself to think when you actually can know and perceive and be and receive. That's our natural way of functioning. Ah, so what contribution can you be to and then fill in today? And that way, when you ask that question, it actually brings you to um, the space of you contribute, which is like you flow energy towards that thing or that person. And by doing that, you actually also create a flow towards you at the same time. You just got to acknowledge that and let it in, you know, just don't make it a one-way thing because contribution goes both ways. Um, it's where you gift and you receive. It's not giving and taking. Um, that's one of the lies that people have bought that when they give something, it's taken away from them. It's, they become less or something is less for them. No, no, you gift and you receive. It's like when you, um, let me give you an example an example. Well, so, you know, if you invest in something, you invest in a class or you invest in a, I don't know, whatever you buy, you know, you buy something and you pay a bill, da, 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 whatever. And you, how many points of view do you usually have that once you pay, you give the money and then it's, you know, that money is actually gone. 
Notice how brain, how your brain goes, yay, exactly, you're getting me, that's exactly the way it is. Well, yeah, that's the logical thing, but that's actually not what's going on. It's not true that it's taken away because, you know, that's a point of view you have that when you pay, you have less. So basically with every payment, how much lack are you creating? Well, with that point of view, you do. But does that really make you feel lighter? Or is that the lie you bought? So what's actually going on? Well, let's ask. Let's find out. So when, when you pay something or for something, um, and is it that the money is going away? Or could you ask, is this, an truth, is this an investment in my future? And if you go, oh, wow, okay, I'm actually investing in my future. So when you pay you're actually creating wealth for your future. Wow. And how much is that actually expanding everything? Where you go, okay, I'm actually not giving and paying and creating lack. I'm actually gifting to create a greater future and to receive a greater future. So it's gifting and receiving. And that's a different perspective. And notice how there's much more lightness. It's like much more lighter with that. So that's actually true. What's light is true. What's heavy is a lie. And uh, your point of view creates your reality. So what if it's not about you paying and then creating lack, but it's about you paying and investing in your future, which is creating a greater future, which is inviting you to receive more and be more. Okay. So notice that space. Ah, okay, so is that creating more relaxation in your world? Mm-hmm. So again, what's light is true, what's heavy is a lie. And one of the things that people do when they think that I have to give and things are getting less, they create a lot of needs, you know, they think they need. So where in your life do you think you need something or someone and how much are you then putting yourself in the lack position non-stop because you think you need so notice again so when I talk about needing and you need or you say about yourself I need a man I need a woman I need money I need I need I need I need is that making you light or contracted probably contracted so again it's a lie so how many lies have you bought that you need. So what if you let that point of view go? So will you just let that point of view go? You know, and maybe you just have a yes in your world. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay, so it's like you just get to notice, okay, I have a I have a thing here. You know, I have created a need. I have decided that I need and it's real. A need is real. What if it's not? What if this is one of the biggest lies you've bought that you actually need? Um, what's heavy is a lie, what's light is true. So what have you decided you need that you actually don't? And what if you let that point of view go and just say, okay, thanks, bye, don't need it anymore. Or interesting point of view, I have this point of view. Wow, interesting point of view, I have this point of view that I need. So this is one of the biggest things that um, you learn in this reality, that needs are real and Many people say about themselves that they need, but I highly recommend you becoming aware of that in your own life. Every time you think you need or say you need, go and ask yourself, do I really need or am I inventing a need 
you know, am I really needing something here or am I inventing a need? And then you can say, wow, interesting point of view. I have this point of view that I need this right now. Wow, interesting point of view. I have this point of view. And do this over and over again until you show yourself and invite yourself to a different perspective where you go from, and here it comes, you go from need to choice, you know? So instead of needing, you can go, rather than saying I need or creating a point of view in your world, I need, you can say, you know what? I'm choosing. I'm going to choose this now. So now, what's lighter, needing or choosing? Choice or need, what's lighter? What do you know? I'm not going to tell you what's, you know, what's on offer here. You got to find out for yourself. You know, you, you have been told many things in your life already where people said, this is this way and this is that way. This is, with pragmatic psychology, this is where you find out what's true for you. It's not about finding an answer. It's about getting an awareness of what's true for you. So, you know, this is a, this is where I'm presenting to you a different perspective. Someone that, something that is inviting you to, you know, be set free from, you know, this reality's point of view. So do you need like what's, what's lighter for you, needing or choosing, need or choice? <sighs> and then, you know, you can just check the energy of it. Need, how is that in your world? Choice, how is that in your world? Huh, you know, and just notice which one is lighter and then you know what's true for you. Okay, do I really have needs or have I just not chosen what I could be choosing? So what else could you choose that would expand your world? beyond what you can imagine. <sighs> and with that question, notice, hmm, there's not really an answer. What could I be choosing? Hmm. There's not an answer, but there's maybe a space opening up. There's maybe something. <sighs> and so don't rush an answer let the question do its job and show you and guide you like a navigation system to what else is available to you. You know, the universe actually has your back. So are you willing to have this huge universe actually have your back and be there for you? Are you willing to receive that much? Wow. And all the points of view you have in the way, everything that doesn't allow that, Will you let that go? And all the points of view that are in a way, interesting point of view, I have this point of view, interesting point of view, I have this point of view, and interesting point of view, I have this point of view. So maybe there is a little more lightness in your world now. So funny, I just like started out with celebrating and having champagne next to me. Just this, you know, for the sheer joy of celebrating, you know. Oh, I got to tell you a story. So, by the way, celebrating, right? So I, I used to, I never talk about my background so much in these podcasts. Maybe I should, but here's a story from, from you know, what was. So I, I used to work as a psychologist and with psychotherapy and neuropsychological testings in a psychiatric hospital. And I worked with inpatients and outpatients. I also worked with child oncology in, in a department of child oncology. And, and so uh, when I was working on uh, in one of the psychiatric hospitals with inpatients, um, I used to, you know, use this tool in the morning and ask my body, hey, body, what would you like to wear? And so 
oh, my body likes, you know, really nice clothes. And I, you know, put on these satin uh, dresses and high heels. So if you've ever worked or been in a psychiatric hospital, that's not how many of my colleagues dressed or how many people in that in those uh, establishments dress. But, you know, that's what my body asked me for. And I'm like, body, are you sure we're going to work? And it's like, clear, yes, put on this these dresses, you know, for days and days. And then also the high heels and everything. And my colleagues were, you know, giving me some looks of, are you sure this is appropriate? And uh, one day, so um, this colleague of mine said, well, why are you dressing this way? Are you going to a party? And I'm like, this is the party. You know, every day should be a party. And so, you know, I, I just did my thing, trusted my body, even if it didn't make sense, even if people had judgments about it. And then uh, one day there was this uh, lady peeking out of her room in this inward psychiatric hospital. And you got to know that people, if you haven't been into any, you know, in whatever way, you got to know that people who are in inward hospitals are usually so, so unhappy and so done with themselves and their lives and their bodies that they often don't care about their bodies. You know, yeah, they have to shower and they have to change clothes, but they don't really oftentimes care about it because, you know, life doesn't make sense. So why care about the body? So this woman was peeking out of her room and said, Susanna, can you, can you come into my room? And I said, sure, absolutely. So I went in and she, she said, Susanna, can you help me with my clothes? Do you think that this t-shirt goes with these pants? And I'm like, wow. This sounds simple or small and minuscule, but this was huge. There was this woman who hadn't cared for her body for so long. And she was this person who went in and out and she was coming back over and over again to this ward. And, and she, for the first time, actually cared about her body. And then that occurred again and again. The next person, hey, can you help me with my clothing? Can you help me with my clothing? And I'm like, wow. This was so huge. <laughs> so I guess, you know, it was the best dressed ward <laughs> um, <laughs> ever. But it was so cool to see how, you know, listening to my body and trusting my body and trusting what I know and doing what works for me and being different and being weird, you know, obviously for my colleagues paid off. You know, it created this inspiration for these people who had basically given up themselves. So you never know who you inspire, you know. So acknowledge you, include you, be willing to be different, be willing to be weird, because it does pay off. People might not tell you right away, but you are an inspiration and you can be an inspiration to yourself. So I hope this show was an inspiration for you, contributed to you. Um, I'm happy to get comments on wherever you can write comments. <laughs> I know you can write them on my podcast episodes on my webpage. Someone installed a thing where you can do comments. I'd be really grateful. Yes. So have fun, be you and looking forward to you for another episode of Pragmatic Psychology. Be the quick peacock and kisses from me, Susanna Mittermeier and adios. Goodbye. Auf Wiedersehen. How was the show for you? Are you inspired? Feel free to share this episode with anyone you think would appreciate it too. Thank you for the contribution you are to spreading possibilities around the world. For more information, visit my webpage, www.susannamittermeier.com. 